chapter fifteen of lady jim of curzon street this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org lady jim of curzon street by fergus hume chapter fifteen monsieur aksakoff owned a toy villa pleasantly placed amongst orange groves and lemon gardens on the outskirts of fool's paradise hither somewhere about the hour of five trooped a gay party of which katinka was not the least merry so unaccountable were her spirits that the majority judged her to be what the scotch aptly call fay lady jim in the minority knew better a recollection of the recent interview explained the girl's dancing on a possible grave leah had subjugated one of her own suspicious sex this is a rare miracle rarer still it had been achieved by truth-telling certainly with inevitable female reservation lady jim had not told the whole truth and nothing but the truth but then her knowledge did not include the shibboleth of oath-taking she did not love demetrius no avowal could have been more honest still his medical acquirements had scarcely induced the flirtation which katinka resented and in saying so she swerved from the path of rectitude nevertheless that ingenuous explanation of the illegal apron-string deceived mademoiselle aksakoff into believing that truth had really been dragged unclothed and impeccable from her well the result may be guessed from cold hostility katinka ignorant of the golden mean melted into warm friendship the sadness of unrequited love was replaced by the allurements of hope and the hitherto dreary unpeopled world became an arcadia of magical beauty through which there ever moved a possible bridegroom the colour returned to her wan cheeks the light to her dark eyes and in place of a listless nun the astonished father beheld a dancing laughing nymph clever as aksakoff was he failed to understand the why and the wherefore of this transformation being a diplomatist he searched for the magician who had accomplished its wonders being mere man he naturally aspired the obvious the unexpected presence of demetrius as he concluded was responsible for the breathing of life into this statue lady jim guessed his explanation and was amused by his inquiring looks she promised herself the pleasure of making things clear in such a way as would compel confidences on his part these might be useful in averting the wrath of demetrius when he came to know that his reward was withheld and leah was not unreasonable in anticipating trouble of the worst seeing that the doctor had already loaded her with a portion of a debt which she did not intend to pay garth was dead that part of the task had been accomplished now katinka informed her that demetrius was bound for jamaica there he would arrange for the obliteration of jim and return with a substituted corpse to console the afflicted widow the widow herself shivered at the prospect of being honest and tangibly grateful and since the possible was rapidly becoming the probable began to consider means of evasion but it was no easy matter to nullify the bond of a semi-oriental shylock with a diplomatist superadded to a father for an ally and with tricky muscovite politics to play with lady jim fancied that her end might be obtained 
but although she knew the goal she could not see the most direct and least dangerous way to gain it her path was perplexing and perilous so it was necessary to find a finger-post she thought that aksakoff might stand for such since he would do much to neutralize the chance of his daughter's marriage with demetrius but to enlist him on her side and in her schemes required a private conference and plainer speaking than lady jim approved of however as there was no opportunity of private speech for at least one hour she had time to construct feasible plans meanwhile her silence over the teacups was remarkable in so lively a lady certainly garth might have died in the orthodox manner as ample time had been given for his exit on the other hand demetrius eager for his reward might have but no she could not bear to think of such a horror and employed her will to deny the possibility nevertheless strive as she would to banish the thought it returned again and again insistent and terrifying no wonder askew was moved to ask if she felt unwell and no wonder she protested with unnecessary emphasis that she never felt better in her life i am gathering instruction from the conversation of others she assured him when he urged smelling salts but you are so extraordinarily pale i have parted with my colour to mademoiselle aksakoff see she blooms like an artificial rose why artificial her bloom is natural and her spirits are forced a hothouse is nature's corset i don't know what you mean said askew bluntly you are a puzzle which is as much as to say that i am a woman i wish you would cease personalities and refill my glass this sounded more bacchanalian than it was for the glass contained nothing more destructive to the nerves than straw-coloured tea prepared milkless in the russian manner with plenty of sugar and a squeeze of lemon katinka presided over a samovar and dispensed caviar sandwiches so that the meal was entirely muscovite aksakoff stiff and pale and lean precisely dressed and watchful as a cat paid diplomatic compliments to lady richardson while captain lake laughed with katinka miss mulrady had annexed a flattering vicomte who wanted money in exchange for a name which dated from the crusades and askew hovered like the silly moth he was round lady jim's superfine wax candle this possible tragedy of singed wings doubly and trebly assured katinka of leah's honesty for who could love the demigod demetrius and trifle with a nautical butterfly thus did she argue crediting her once rival and now ally with the infatuation which in fairyland made titania clip bottom in her arms the air of this place suits you said lake wondering at this bubbling gaiety you were pale and sad when we last met mademoiselle i may be the same when we meet again she replied refilling lady jim's glass what would you moods are agreeable hum i don't choose april as the most enjoyable month of the year katinka laughed meaningly and glanced slyly at lady richardson i see you prefer an autumn month highly coloured and mature this was too symbolic for lake but some intuition of its meaning caused him to flush to the roots of his fair hair and verbally deny comprehension i do not understand no gallant man would she retorted and further enlightened the captain's pink became a violent 
crimson to the concern of its cause how red you are reggie cried lady richardson i hope it isn't scarlet fever i guess you suffer from that murmured mamie posing her lorgnette plait-il inquired the bewildered vicomte but received no reply miss mulrady's knowledge of french was too limited to permit of pathological discussions russian tea explained lake cooling to his ordinary sunburn why not one word indigestion indigestion repeated the soldier with dry obedience you should really try billy's new medicine it has made him very fit by the way where is my darling lake dodged the quizzical glance of miss mulrady and explained that sir billy had been last seen wrinkling his young brows over the intricacies of tron et coron couldn't haul him off but i dare say hunger will fetch him to the tea-table such devotion argues good luck said leah wondering if billy would arrive with full pockets perhaps lady james most boys are lucky at play and therefore unlucky in love inquired katinka smiling children should know nothing of such things said aksakoff stiffly i guess not cried mamie but sir billy is a freak really miss mulrady frowned the indignant little mother my son is not so eligible for barnum's show as you seem to imagine he hasn't got two heads or an elastic skin or any of those things which seem to be so popular in the united states wouldn't make him more interestin if he had he's a moral freak eh moi aussi asked the vicomte whose scant knowledge of americanese prevented entire understanding oh you haven't got morals of any sort monsieur de marville is the more interesting on that account said leah rousing herself from a two-minute silence a really good young man should be sealed as a bore in a glass case then why is mr askew at large the sailor laughed i fear my past can best answer that question by your tongue well better leave that well alone laughed katinka gaily besides only women have pasts and presents when the men are generous said lady jim i guess men are always generous when there's anything to be got after meals there is nothing to be got save smoking said the hostess you gentlemen have leave captain lake will you give me a cigarette like many russian ladies mademoiselle aksakoff adored those fatal rolls of tobacco wrapped in coffee-coloured paper and consumed a great quantity lady richardson unlike the average englishwoman smoked likewise that is she fiddled qualmishly with half a cigarette because it looked smart to do what you shouldn't the gentleman also offered incense to the very modern goddess nicotine and shortly lady jim was the only person present not committed to this agreeable vice i am behind the times she confessed but please don't look upon me as a prude on the prowl i willingly permit other women to spoil their teeth and ruin their digestions what a nasty speech cried lady richardson offended especially as leah knew it was an effort for her to sin in this way my dear it is but then i feel nasty and look charming whispered askew i wonder how many times a day you repeat yourself she replied impatiently as often as i recall your face i can think then of only one adjective charming and one noun angel what limitations and the necessary verb i love you first person singular as usual after the manner of the male egotist isn't this rather lindley murray whispering 
if it was they had no opportunity of continuing it for lady richardson drew leah's attention to the fact that she had lost a fortune in the casino i depend upon you dear for my return fare billy will pay conjectured lady jim calmly i quite expect he has broken the bank not on mr askew's system cried mamie you couldn't run an apple-stall on his lines you would suggest improvements complained askew reproachfully then you admit that they were it fitted properly into the puzzle and at the proper time but it's a mistake to swap horses when crossing a stream ha huh, said miss mulrady in her best californian style i guess the animals belong to you i lost no dollars and with a comfortable sense of her own cuteness she accepted a cigarette from the attentive vicomte this frothy chatter irritated a lady who was inwardly grappling with problems of the near future askew ventured on more spindrift only to be snubbed into seeking the complacent society of mamie this necessitated a game of general post for katinka slipped in rapid french and boulevard gossip with de marville while lady richardson drew lake once more to her elderly feet remained the diplomatist in splendid isolation and his gaze wandered to lady jim who stared straight before her she was looking into the next world where a reproachful ghost something resembling jim was asking why he had been butchered to make a woman's holiday and the living half believing the terrible truth implied gave shuffling answer to the dead demetrius is to blame so vivid was the vision so powerful the thought so guilty the conscience that her tongue actually framed this much aloud before she became aware that her secret was slipping out a hasty glance around assured her that none of the prattlers had overheard but an echo of the name at her elbow testified to m aksakoff's excellent hearing lady jim grew chill what had she said how much had he gathered instinctively facing a possible danger she did not even turn her head or raise her voice but almost in the same breath concluded the sentence differently if he does not cure jim your husband asked the diplomatist politely with admirable skill leah started as though her reflections had been unexpectedly interrupted you there monsieur aksakoff i was thinking of my husband yes he is trying to get well in jamaica and monsieur demetrius has gone to pull him round i shall certainly blame him if he does not cure jim that is severe madam after all no human being holds the keys of life and death self-controlled as she was lady jim shuddered demetrius certainly held the key of death and had used it for so she began to believe in opening for garth a door into the unknown however she utilized the shudder very dexterously don't talk like that it makes me fear lest jim should never get well but after all monsieur demetrius is extraordinarily clever i told your daughter only this afternoon how i had been attracted to him for jim's sake and by his knowledge of consumption oh aksakoff looked at her with his pale eyes and very inquiringly it had not occurred to him that the lady was a model wife the medical attainments of m demetrius attracted you naturally my husband is ill i wish him to be cured m demetrius has a european reputation for cure of consumption we have held many conversations on the subject and i feel certain that there is a chance for poor dear jim if m demetrius becomes his medical attendant he is lee assured him the poor creature he was looking after in madeira on behalf of the duke is dead and contica 
informed me that monsieur demetrius had sailed for jamaica aksakoff frowned how does my daughter know that lady jim rose to shrug her shoulders and to seize the opportunity thus offered to solve her problem by means of a private conversation a charming place you have here she said glancing round and giving him to understand that the shrug was his answer the air is so balmy you will find it more so without tobacco-smoke said the russian throwing away his cigarette and without knowing it was thus skilfully entrapped into a dialogue by an ostensibly reluctant woman i am so comfortable here urged leah with feigned hesitation so pleased madame but your sense of the picturesque will make you sacrifice ease for a particularly charming view of the estrelle the proper study of womankind is man misquoted lady jim accepting the invitation but nature comes as a relief at times we see so little of her in society and she glanced at lady richardson's dyed hair and tinted cheeks you are severe madame i shall begin to believe so if you repeat that a third time she replied smiling and glancing sideways at his face this she did to discover if possible his intentions it suddenly occurred to her that the diplomatist's insistence meant intrigue on his part he like herself was playing a game and lady jim for the sake of the result wished to overlook his hand had she seen it which she did not the knowledge that people knew more about her domestic affairs than she would have approved of might have shocked her ivan aksakoff was not a tricky russian nor a diplomatist of repute for nothing instructions had reached him several times from headquarters that demetrius was to be watched while in england and if possible decoyed into the territory of a less scrupulous nation for the purpose of arrest a drugged official's feelings had been outraged a much-wanted anarchist had escaped through the connivance of the exile and a paternal government thought that an enforced trip to siberia might cool misplaced friendships for suspected persons several times aksakoff had tried to induce the demetrius opossum to climb down from his tree of refuge but the suspicious beast refused to oblige him therefore all that the diplomatist could do was to keep himself advised of the doctor's doings in the hope of luring him to destruction when he was off his guard he had biblical precedent for this hope shimi the son of jera lulled by long security had crossed the forbidden brook kidron so why should not demetrius likewise forgetful cross the channel stealthy inquiry into the doctor's affairs had led aksakoff to ask himself why the man dangled at lady jim's apron-strings reports poured in fast and thick that the curzon street household was insolvent but these did not help the diplomatist overmuch if lady jim wanted money she would scarcely ask a penniless exile for the cash he did not possess the man was not sufficiently handsome nor so superlatively fascinating that he should gain the love of the most beautiful woman in london and incidentally aksakoff learned that lady jim was a modern lucrece although she did not profess an ardent love for her lord and master therefore as neither mammon nor cupid could explain a friendship which was pretty freely discussed in clubs and drawing-rooms aksakoff could not comprehend this particular wile of woman 
in his endeavour to fathom the meaning he even went so far as to question his daughter knowing that she was as infatuated with demetrius as demetrius was with lady kames but katinka either could not or would not explain and for months the diplomatist had been exasperated by the sight of a genuinely platonic friendship for which there seemed to be no reason now he learned from one of the parties to the bond that a husband's sickness and a friend's skill were the elements which composed the intimacy such a case in such a light had never before been presented to him and while sauntering by lady jim's side to view the estrelles against the sunset he was trying to think if the explanation was genuine to his acute hearing it did not sound even plausible nevertheless and this was aksakoff's reason for seeking the interview some use might be made of the woman to entrap the man lady jim was badly in need of ready money and the russian government had at the time full coffers since there was no love in the question the singular lady might for a round sum dispense with the doctor's attendance on her husband more if delicately handled she might induce demetrius to show her the sights of paris it was difficult to hint this without shocking the feelings of a great lady and a spotless woman still if skilfully done and without too much emphasis lady jim might gather that her finances could be put in order without much trouble on her part but aksakoff had another argument which induced him to risk a scene with outraged virtue he loved his daughter and wished her to marry a highly placed cousin who would be of political use to his father-in-law unfortunately katinka was infatuated aksakoff could find no more appropriate word with demetrius marriage with a person wanted by the powerful of st petersburg meant a check to the diplomatist and a handle to his many enemies the match was not to be thought of yet if demetrius would only prove kind mademoiselle aksakoff would assuredly become his wife even if she had to achieve the marriage by elopement also katinka might be able to procure the man's pardon and of this aksakoff entirely disapproved even if the doctor was whitewashed he had such socialistic or anarchistic feelings it mattered not which that he would never consent to resume his title or the large income attached to such resumption on the whole both from a fatherly and a domestic point of view aksakoff felt that this marplot would be safer in a siberian mine how to get him there was the problem the solution might come through lady jim if he could only ascertain her feelings towards demetrius and hint that such a lovely woman should not be worried by sordid money affairs it was not improbable that such a satisfactory result would be arrived at it was a forlorn hope but aksakoff dared it it was a straw but he grasped at it and now fully committed to the speculation he was casting about in his mind as to a promising beginning no easy task for aksakoff's spies and aksakoff's experience assured him that lady james kames was a prickly plant needing care in the handling so it will be seen that leah's intuition had not deceived her scanty as was the ground for suspicion the closer she examined his face by swift side glances the more certain she became that he was playing a game and from her experience of diplomatists by no means for love 
to vary the metaphor she and the russian were about to engage in a duel either with foils or swords lady jim did not care which she was perfectly assured that however dexterous her antagonist might be she could fence quite as well if not better and thus she marched to the duelling ground already a victor End of chapter fifteen